three. Welcome back, people. It's episode five of season three of the Taxi Squad podcast. Vinny, how you doing? I'm good, man. The goat retired again. You know what? This has been a rough day for me. All right. Don't don't start yeah. off the podcast on such a sensitive fucking subject. Vince. Every year. Every can't year. Handle this shit for two years. <laughs> He's been retiring since 2019. OK. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day or any other national holiday. The day that Brady retires and then comes back. I don't think I don't, he can come back. <laughs> literally, literally, this is what I text my fiance this morning. She asked me, she's like, how's your morning going, babe? I was like, Tom retired today, sad face. And she goes, just like he retired last time. Last year. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, my, my response was because she always says I minimize things. So I was like, don't minimize it. <laughs> So, yeah, she's talking about like real relationship things, and you're like, "Well, something's this is real relationship this. stuff." Vince. Fuck <laughs> she off. She understand my love for Tom Brady here. She does. Yeah. You know, it was just like sports growing up, and then Tom came around. It's like Tom's been in my football life since I've been a bambino. You know? Yeah. I mean, your love for Tom Brady knows no bounds. I still don't complete. I don't completely understand it, but All I support right. it. I'm supporting story time, and I gave yeah. this story last year. Right, because we right. did this yeah. last year. Because we do it every year. <laughs> Anyways, growing up, of course, large Bears fan. Growing up in the Chicago suburbs, all that. Well, my best friend was from Lowell, Boston. Okay, because he moved here when he was eight years old. When he moved here, Tom Brady was drafted. So he and I become very good friends. And then you know we're watching football in each other's houses growing up. And my NFC team Bears, AFC team Pats. And that's how I always roll with it. And especially during the playoff season, you needed somebody to root for. I mean, it's true. Same principle. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Bears sucked always. Yeah. Except for 06. Shout out to that. Um, yeah. No, I don't blame. I mean, he's the best quarterback of all time, obviously. And like, I don't blame you, too. You got to pick an AFC team. I picked the Chiefs a long time ago and I get some flack now because I'm always like, hey, fucking love the Chiefs. Priest Holmes, baby. It was my first jersey. So do you still have I that jersey? It. Yeah, it's in my parents' house somewhere. The numbers are, like, completely faded off and stuff. I got to go does look it, for it. Does it still fit you, I wonder? Come on now. Because you were a, <laughs> thick, like, you were a like, thick chicken, Vinny. I know. It's not like I'm a small chicken. <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, you're a big bird now. I'm yeah, just saying. No, but... I think it was probably, like, an adult medium at the time because I got it when I was six or seven. So I don't, okay. I'm not fitting in a medium right now. <laughs> I, bet you t- I, I bet you we could find somebody in our friend group who could fit yeah. in it. Yeah, my brother Tom could fit in it, probably. Tommy could totally fit in it. Yeah. It would be funny if for Halloween you all went as younger versions of yourself. I think it would be, be fucking great. hilarious. Yeah, because I had a Vic jersey, too. I want his Vic one year, so I can do that again. Yeah. Just keep yeah. all your dogs away from me. Bad joke. Bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this morning, just to kind of recap, if anybody didn't see it, I don't know how you didn't. Um, this morning, a.k.a. February 1st, it's coming out on the 2nd. Tom Brady announced his retirement via an Instagram story. Um, a lot less aggressive than it was last year because it got out before he announced it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I the same situation applies. It's like he retired last year and he was done. So, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So fool I'm not going to get third fooled. Time. Fool me a okay. third time, potentially. Let me let me lay it out. So I was talking that today I was at work um, and we went out to lunch as like a team or whatever. We were on the TV. It was all the Tom Brady stuff. Team lunch. Yeah, it was a whole th- it was a whole thing. Not even worth getting into. But um, 
we go out and we're like watching the TV and I'm talking to somebody on my team. I'm like, hey, they're doing the same exact thing they did last year. And then he's like, hey, there's still a chance he can come back. And I'm like, I don't think there is. Like, obviously he could and obviously he'd go to a team. But if he came back again, this is boy who cried wolf, naturally. So if he announces he's retiring and then coming back next year, there's going to be no, there's going to be nothing to it. Or we groundhogs day. And then we have the same conversation in 365 days. So Tom said in his Instagram post, and he was short and sweet and to the point with it. He said for real this time. And in the past, he's never said for real this time. Yeah, because so he hasn't Vince, had to because he's done it multiple times. Well, right. <laughs> but to the point, I mean, he was. You don't for say real like, hey, time. boss, I quit for real this time. For real. You haven't done it before. <laughs> no cap. I retire. <laughs> yeah. What dead, the hell? And his boss goes dead ass. He's like, I'm all in, fam. But are you spitting and, facts and, right now? <laughs> are you spitting facts right now? Totally. No cap. He wasn't capping, bruh. All right. But with all of that, I do believe this is Tom's time to be done. He's built the mega mansion in Miami. Everybody was talking a few weeks ago, like, oh, he's probably going to Miami because like some guy saw him randomly in like a day school, like a private day school in Miami. That's worth a bunch of money to send his kids. But like his wife relocated to Miami and he's yeah, of course, he's got a shit ton of money. And then. The, all the spec, it's like, well, Tua, is he out? And Because Tua's posting cryptic shit on the Dolphins, uh, you know, Twitter. And he's posting stuff on his Twitter saying that he might be out. And it was a good run and all this cryptic type verbiage. So there was a lot of speculation. But yeah, I but do also believe this sometimes is cryptic stuff is just people reading way too far into stuff, too. So, like, it's a mm-hmm. double-edged sword here. Journalists have jobs, too. You know, yeah. they got to... They got to do what their job is, and that's create conversations similar to what we do on this show. Yeah. And with all of that, I do believe, though, that there may have been some merit because in the offseason, at least last year, there was some talk of him going to Miami with Sean Payton. True. They were all going to be a part of the same ownership group, and now that's all changed. So maybe I announced he was coming back thinking he was going to the Dolphins, and then by the time that he wasn't, he's like, well, I'm stuck. I got to play another year now. Maybe that was the case. I don't know. I just feel like the whole thing was something I wish he would have not put us in this position of talking about. To your point, he's crying shit. Oh, but it's fine. He does it. We'll talk time. about it again next year. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a holiday. February 2nd. Mark your calendars. It's a holiday every year. For- I do believe that to your point, though, um, last year was again. a little different. Yeah. And he can't do it again. But he can do we know things change. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he could do whatever the fuck he wants. He's Tom Brady. With all of that, it's nothing to unpack to be more in my eyes this time around. So I'd like to think so. He kept it really casual and good. It short and like sweet. A, yeah. Now, the icing on the cake will be this. And this will prove to me that he's done done is that he has a one-day contract with the Patriots. Yeah. And then whoops out his number 12 jersey. He's like, gotcha, bitches. I'm coming back. And that then <laughs> so stupid. And then he's like, fuck you, Mac. You're out. I'm coming back to win seven more. And then yeah. he plays until he's 62. And then, you know, which Tom like, Brady. Which is like three years from now. <laughs> no. Guys Tom so Brady. Yeah, I know. Like, he's 45. That was, that was, that was being. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Over dramatic. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a couple things, you know, just out of appreciation. I obviously don't hate Tom Brady. Sometimes I was like, all right, I'm sick of him winning. Um, the biggest annoying thing is just him doing this multiple times. But Tom Brady ranks first in all of these categories. Everything. 251 wins. He has 15 Pro Bowls. He's went to zero. Super Bowl MVPs, five. Completion, 7,753. Attempts, 12,050. Passing yards, 89,214. And passing touchdowns, 649. He's first all-time in all of those. In the postseason, he leads in appearances, game started, wins, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, completions, passing yards, touchdowns, game-winning drives, and fourth-quarter comeback. So, obviously, he's the best ever. There's no refuting that anymore. He's objectively the GOAT. Um, and obviously this is a big career to end. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it's getting reported on, obviously it's a big deal, but to me, it, it seems like a little like lukewarm cause we did it already, I guess. Do you realize that this man basically went to the playoffs for like 20 years straight? Yeah. It, it's impressive. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> if you look at the playoff career of Tom, the only year he didn't go was this year. I mean, he did go this year. What the fuck am I talking right. about? Right. He went this year, too. He just got fucking whopped in the first quarter. <laughs> or in the I first mean, game. 2001, missed it in 02 because he got yeah. hurt. 2003, yeah. 2004, 2005. Even oh, and, the Castle and years? 08. 08. Missed it in 08. Was that Castle or no? Yeah, I think that was the ACL year. Yeah. So I can't even blame him on it. He wasn't even playing. It's like when Coach K won or like lost all those games, but he like faked an injury, so he gave it to all... They gave it to his assistant coach, and he had to eat all the losses. Same shit. He got injured, and he's like, all right, go lose. I don't care. Well, I don't think he didn't care, but, I mean, Tom at that time. <laughs> that's when everybody started to wear knee braces. But the man transcended generations. He changed with the game. He's arguably the most influential quarterback to ever play football. Yeah. I, would, um, I wouldn't even say there's an argument, truly. No, there isn't. I just hate all the – random desk talk you hear on all these shows of, you know, like mad dog saying he's not the best regular season quarterback to ever live. Yeah, he's the best winner, not the best quarterback. You're like, yeah, uh, can't argue that. Dude, he went, un- that. he went undefeated in the no, regular didn't. season. Yeah, he <laughs> okay, did. Good. I'm happy you finished that. I'm yeah, like, he no, did, Vince. Eli Manning did that. Come on. I'm Eli not laying down. down like I did with the 54 weeks, you fucking <laughs> bag of dicks. Well, this is, about, Anyways, this is about sports, so we we're both valid, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Not, not, not. Weeks in the year, no fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> Football. Tom Brady passing touchdowns? Got it. Got <laughs> it. In the bag. Got it. Got it. In, the, in bag. the bag. How many times this guy has won? In the bag. In the bag. No. Only quarterback in an NFL season, basically, to go undefeated. And in a regular season, I don't know how you can argue that. I just hate all this. Peyton Manning was better. How was Peyton better? Cause, I mean, because he got records, I guess. But even Tom Brady got records. So, like, who? what are you arguing here? Because people could make Randy the same argument Moss and Brees. Tom Brady that season, breaking every passing record of all time. You know, Randy Moss has never won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I learned that the other day, and I'm like, yeah, that's true. Because Aaron Hernandez was... was in that Super Bowl. That's why they lost. Bad juju. Yeah, yeah I heard he killed it. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, what the boy. script was the year that he got arrested? Oh, yeah, boy. that's that's yeah, it's Aaron Hernandez. He's been back in the media recently. I don't know why people have been talking about him recently. But why? Why are we doing? Well, this? they're why making a bio. Reason? They're making a bio doc of Aaron Hernandez. With, Is it going to uh, be legit this time instead of that one like BS thing that happened before? 
Yeah, no, John Bernthal. It's going to be like a live action. John Bernthal is actually going to be uh, Aaron Hernandez. He's depicting Aaron Hernandez. So it's going to be a uh, very I could see that. I could right? see that. He kind of looks like him. John Bernthal is a great actor. Also, low-key, nobody knew this, but a wonderful baseball player. Actually tried yes. to play professional baseball before he was an actor. Yeah, actually wasn't played he a like college Aust- player? He played in college like and then couldn't make it in the league. So he went to Australia and played professional baseball in Australia for a long time. Ask me why I know late. so much about John Bernthal. have Rogan? no fucking clue. I learned no, it all he- on Rogan. Well, I watched the episode, but I kind of, I was like, you know, who is this guy on Walking Den when I first started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he became Great the actor. Punisher. Really good actor. Um, so with all of that, yeah, learned a lot about John Bernthal. Cool dude. Outside um, of baseball, Tom Brady is second all-time in championships in any other sport, which is cool. Baseball, yeah. you can't count because the Yankees just destroyed people for a long time. So, like, Yogi Berra's got, like, 10. But outside of baseball, I mean, Tom Brady... Most dominant player ever. Bill Russell's the only caveat, too, and that was so long ago. So, I mean, really, if you're looking at it from a competition standpoint, Tom Brady is just an consummate professional. We'll go down as one of the greatest competitors to ever live. Yeah, he's got that Jordan-Kobe thing where it's just like... How many people have a documentary when their career isn't even over yet? He produced it. Okay, maybe it was a little yeah. bit of a self-blowing, but whatever. <laughs> no, and that's fine. You can do that. I'm just saying, like, you know, if he's doing it himself, then that's that. It's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's the greatest ever. There's no denying it. Um, I don't even think Peyton Manning would deny that, so everybody else can stop doing that as well. Um, he's just got, that's kind of where my concern comes in, though, because it's like, hey, this is kind of all he's known since forever. And he might go on TV and stuff, and, like, there's people talking, like, would he coach or whatever? You wouldn't want him to coach, first off. I don't think he'd want to because it's like Michael be Jordan, team. Michael Jordan couldn't right. be a great coach for the same reason. Yeah. I mean, shit, Isaiah Thomas wasn't even close to Michael Jordan. Isaiah Thomas couldn't even do it. Cause he's sitting there like, let me on the game. Like, let me in. That's let basically in, what coach. would happen. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not going to be coaching. He'll probably do something on TV, but I think overall for his sanity, he takes that Michael Jordan approach and kind of just does his own thing, invests his money and then just lives the high life for the rest of his life. Cause that's what he can do. He never has to work another day in his life. He... I just hope Giselle didn't divorce him for playing football just so he can play one more year of, what, like eight and eight football for the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> I have a conspiracy about that whole break. All right. Fill me in. Just All know right. this is a conspiracy, people. Conspiracy podcast. All right. Conspiracy podcast time. So I have now that all the cats are out of the bag. The divorce is final. All this. The divorce finalized in like an aggressive amount of time. It was like from the time it was announced to the time it was over. Boom. So that tells me that they agreed to split like a year and a half ago. Okay. Plus like that was in the works probably like right after the documentary finished. And then something happened, whether or not they fell out of love with one another, maybe they came to some agreement where like, okay, you're out on the road. You're probably wanting to do what you want to do anyways. Most professional athletes aren't known for being the most, you know, honest companions in the game. And (laughs) so I think they came to some sort of understanding because, you know, after they split up, it's shown that she's in Brazil with her. Uh, jiu-jitsu instructor and all Maybe this she just shit. wants to learn jiu-jitsu dude why you gotta judge her i'm not i mean i have a brain <laughs> so i can kind of use deductive reasoning to understand what's going on here hey I mean, every time you hang out with a girl doesn't mean you gotta get fucks come on 
I'm not saying that, but it's kind of to that principle. <laughs> no, I, I think that, you're valid. I think you're valid. You, you don't know, go on I a think vacation this is, with somebody like that, <laughs> right? You don't go on a vacation with somebody and stay the night with them in the same room and act like you know you're just you're gonna just play practicing patty cake. like lower body kicks all night. <laughs> yeah, they're they're practicing their their backwards guards. You want you want to you, you want to do some ground and pound tonight? It's like sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> now we're talking. But to that whole point, though. I do believe that this was in the works for a long time. And I do believe at some point they love each other, but I also believe that a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. And then you, you bring in the Antonio Brown thing. Did maybe something happen there? No, Antonio Brown psychopath. (laughs) I think he's a total psychopath. Does everybody know this is not a conspiracy. This actually happened. The Antonio Brown Snapchat. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Insane. I mean, he does post like himself getting like blown and stuff, so it's not completely out of the realm, but wild. Well, yeah, that's what it was, though. He was, yeah, he was getting the sloppy because he he did that with like uh oh, what's her freaking name with some like porn some corn star. I don't even know if we're allowed to say it. Um, porn but star. <laughs> yeah, he did he did that as well, and that went all viral. And then the whole pool thing, like he's he's obviously well endowed, so I don't think he's worried about sharing that. To the I thought that was a little, to be honest. Did Anyways. you? Did you, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Come on. You're it's Italian like Shane, ass. It's like, it's You're like not that playing in sh- a hog like that. It's, Come like, on. <laughs> it's like that Shane Gillis bit. It's like, you gotta give a, just a little bit of it. It's like, dude, I'm just going all in every time. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. Yeah, it's like, keep going. It's like, it's all I got, bud. I don't know you, gotta get, you gotta give a half of it, bro. No. Yeah. No, that's my <laughs> forearm. Sorry. <laughs> no, this is the whole thing. This is all I can give. Right? Yeah. Right. Love is all mm-hmm. I have to give, right? Right. Old, yeah, so. I'll cuddle you. I mean, um, yeah, I'm a snuggle monster. This leaves a certain franchise in a bit of a pickle. What the Bucks? Um, yeah, the Bucks are in a position where they have a lot of money on their books. They have a lot of players that they would need to re-sign technically if they wanted to keep competing, and they don't have a quarterback. I don't think Blaine Gabbert's going to be the move. I don't know if Kyle Trask is going to be the move. What do they do? I have a theory. Okay. All right. So they now like you're conspiracy and theorizing. It's amazing. I got it all. This is what we do this for. So if we look at the Bucks right now, they've lost some competitive advantage to the fact that they don't have a really good offensive line, right? Because they had Alex Karras leave and these guys go. So they're going to have to rebuild the offensive line through the draft. There's going to be that. Now, you woke you work on that. Brian Leftwich is out. And then you bring Which in... was not the problem. No, he wasn't the problem. He's actually a good Todd coach. Bowles Todd Bowles was the problem. I would I don't like think Todd Bowles is the problem. He was I the problem with that team. Very... I don't think he's a head coach, really. I think he's a really good defense coordinator. I don't think he's a head coach because the just the difference between because the team wasn't that different. What was the difference between the two years? I mean, obviously the offensive line was a problem. Jensen going down was a big problem, but such a stark difference between those. You two lost years. Alex Karras. You, I mean, you lost some key. The pieces biggest, the biggest difference, the biggest difference was Arians, though. I think. I think Br- if Bruce may come back, even though he's old as dirt, but I do believe. Yeah, hire him again. That <laughs> Derek Carr, not David Carr. Yeah, hey, you I did it right. <laughs> Derek Carr's on their on their on their list. Oh boy! And okay. I, I'm telling you, and I do, I do believe he has more in the tank. Everybody says Derek Carr's ass, but if you look at his statistics, no, I don't, he's I don't no think worse he than Kirk Cousins. 
Yeah, which I don't know if you want to be compared to Captain Kirk over there. <laughs> Captain Kirk won fucking 12 games. Captain Kirk lost in the first round because he's... He always does. Yeah, he, he won 12. Are you eating something? <laughs> I'm eating ice. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you gnawing on? Cold yeah, as ice over here, Vince. Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk is notorious for blowing it in big spots. So, And Derek Carr hasn't done anything. And I like Derek Carr. I've, I've been a supporter, like, very openly. But... He hasn't done anything to differentiate himself in that way. So if he is like Kirk Cousins, great, you're a starting quarterback, but that's not going to get him anywhere. What's the goal, though? Are you trying to totally break it down to the studs? Or are you I think trying they should blow to... it up. I think okay, Vince, blow it your up. theory now. So my theory is that Derek Carr gets signed by the Bucks, plays in a really shitty division, yeah. comes in, has great weapons, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Lenny Fournette, you got this kid coming out, uh, White, who I think is a stud. I think Rashad White is going to be a stud. Yeah. Defense is there. Yeah. So... My, my issue is they have contracts. A lot of okay. them. And they're going to get stuck. They got Mike Evans right now on a five-year, 82 mil. Vita Vey on a four-year, 71 mil. <clears throat> Shaq Barrett, four-year, 68 mil. Chris Godwin, three-year, 60 mil. I can keep going. Um, they have... What I'm looking at, I think 11 contracts over 20 million, and they're all for multiple years. Um, the thing is, with that, is like you have all those pieces that you basically signed to surround Tom Brady. You even got Russell Gage 30 million for three years, or yeah, 30 million for three years. You lose Tom Brady, those guys still have a lot of value. So, what you're gonna go with Derek Carr and try to push it and lose those guys eventually in free agency or aging out. Or you take that right now, knowing that you're probably not going to win. It's an easier division, sure. Probably the easiest in the NFL. But you take that, you're either saying, I'm going to try to compete with the easy division and get my ass beat in the playoffs, basically, first or second round. You blow it up, you get assets back for it, and then you can actually utilize you know, the draft and trading for different picks and all those things to make your team better. I mean, that seems like a better better idea than to just, you know break it down to the studs in three years when all the guys are gone. I guess the question you have to ask yourself, Vince, is do you want to be the Cowboys or do you want to be the Eagles or the, the Patriots? Or, right. So to your point, I do believe that both opinions have merit. It just depends as to what the front office wants to do. Usually it leans towards break it all down to the studs and let's rebuild this thing from the bottom up and get a bunch of young talent in here and have some nice contracts that we can control for, you know, cost over time sort of situation. Yeah. So if your theory comes to fruition, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are full-blown trade pieces. Where are they going? I want want to go to the Bears. (laughs) Because I don't know if they they will, but I think it's possible because the Bears – have like what 30 million more than any other team in salary cap this year um they're prime for a spot to add a bunch of guys get a bunch of pieces around justin fields they need that real one mike evans becomes available you can get him for a year i think chris godwin's got two years left on his deal if i'm not mistaken um so you can take those deals because again they're chris godwin's got 60 mil his full contract mike evans is 82 and a half for his full contract so you're looking at that. You're like, hey, we can get them. If actually it ends up being successful, they can keep going with it. The problem is going to be trade pieces. Um, but, you know, do they want to trade draft capital capital for one year? Mike Evans, that's going to be the discussion. 
Um, but Mike Evans is a is a one. Chris Godwin's a one too, in my opinion. Chris Godwin had an amazing year this year. So if you can add those guys, you should. And then that's not to be said that like obviously Vita Bay, Shaq Barrett, maybe they keep those guys because they have them signed for a couple years. They break it down, do one of those like small half rebuilds where you kind of get rid of some guys, bring some new guys in. Cause I don't think Kyle Trask is going to be that guy either for them. So they, you don't have a quarterback. You go and get Derek Carr. It's that's, that's diminishing returns at this point. No one thought Brock Purdy was going to be a guy too, but I mean, he yeah, but do we really, really got... know if he really is, or if is that Shanahan's offense that helped him out? Cause also they're going I mean, to I a think team it's a coached by book. Todd Bowles. You're not getting Andy Reid. You're not getting Andy Reid. You're not getting Kyle Shanahan, the QB whisperer, McVay or anything. You're getting Todd Bowles with a track record of being like a bad coach, honestly, truly. I mean, a bad head coach, excuse me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And this year he had less of a reason to, to, to be bad and they were bad like all things considered how horrible that division was they should no, they not were have been bad. in the position they were yeah, in yeah they, they were bad all year had a losing record and still made the playoffs there's there's no two bones about it the carolina panthers I, should have had no path to the playoffs this year and they were competing until week 15 that's <laughs> crazy imagine what sammy d is gonna do with frank reich that's all yeah. i'm gonna say yeah i don't think yeah so. i don't we, think sammy d's gonna be there <laughs> i think frank reich was an interesting decision for them there He's safe. He's 100% yeah, that's safe. that's the problem. That's the Panthers' problem. They're going to be safe and mediocre forever. That defense like, is studly, though. I know. It's the same issue, though. Like, you have a really good defense. They can win the division, maybe, but they're starting Sam Darnold. And I know how much you like him, but diminishing returns at this point. You're I'm in like, love with the USC days, Vince. Yeah. It's, I'm in love with the, the USC days, man. Yeah. No, I get it. It's just, you know, you know you've seen the playbook play out and if they don't have they don't have byron leftwich anymore so what they bring in a new offensive guy and i don't know how enticed an offensive guy is going to be like with that saying like hey kyle trask is our project because you know like who knows kyle players, trask could have been lighting it up in practice and none of us know because tom brady steals all the news kyle yeah, trask could, could be I, a dude they drafted him in the second round I know that's that's a hopefully though that's not a that's probably the case that's a hopefully, and even at that point you're like all right, what are we doing here? Because Kyle Trask was pretty good in college, but he's you know, he there's a reason he was a second rounder. <laughs> yeah, I understand that, but Jalen Hurts. What do you want them rounder. to do? Yeah, but their Personally, play style is a lot different. Kyle I Trask was winning a Heisman. <laughs> I think Derek Carr could step in. It just feels like a Derek Carr thing. It does. Feels like a Derek Carr scenario. Think about Big the demeanor difference, too. Derek Carr? Derek Carr and Tom Brady, the demeanor difference has to be. I mean, Derek Carr had a problem with Josh McDaniels. Tom Brady told Josh McDaniels what to do. <laughs> There's well, a difference true, there, too. But with that being said, maybe he's the perfect fit because he's not as large of a personality, and he's a team guy, and guys rally around him. And Who knows? There's a lot to be said there. Better question, yeah. what the hell are the Raiders going to do at quarterback? Nobody knows. They're picking at seventh They need or to ninth. fire their coach first. <laughs> they're not going to give get, up on him that quick. I, they can't. They can't because they don't have the – they're not cash rich enough to get rid of him and hire a new coach, which is better the funniest question, part about the whole thing. Better question, why do all Belichick coaches fail? All of them. Well, Patricia, I mean, we're seeing – Okay. All of yeah. them fail. 
Matt Patricia was Eric hot Mangini. Eric Mangini. He was okay. Hot. He was okay. He sucked. He sucked. He, he was okay good. with that Chad Pennington offense. Well, here's the, well Chad Pennington is by far one of the most underrated quarterbacks probably of all time. I agree. He was but awesome. He was really good when he was really good. Now yeah. just had a Marshall QB. Shout out to Marshall. He was having he him and having him and Randy. Randy Moss. Yeah. 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 Not Ross. Randy Moss. No, but, and I put them together on accident. <laughs> I don't know why Ross, my brain did that. <laughs> dress for less, dog. Yeah. Ricky Rose. So when you look at it, though, not many coaches have come from that tree that have been any good. Well, you, have you seen the stories about Josh McDaniels in, in Vegas? No. Specifically him with Derek Carr. It was The thing was, is like Josh McDaniels went in there and he's running a militant offense. It's like. This is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. And he would like yell and get on people's cases and stuff. And Derek Carr's like, it just didn't work. Like they're they bashed heads too much. And Derek Carr's like, I can't do this. That's why the whole separation thing happened. So you got to find somebody that can apply to that. But you'd think the one person that could is Tim Tebow, and that's the only time he's had any success. Like I don't, I don't think Josh McDaniels has the demeanor to be the head of anything. <laughs> like I think he has to be under a guy that's that's alpha to him. You know. Do you think Josh McDaniel needs to be with somebody who's going to be like, or or do you think he needs to bring in the God element to it? Like God wants you to do this. Do you think that's what he did with Tim? He's like, Tim, God <laughs> needs us to run this. I'm sure he said, Tim's whatever like, okay, power Josh. motivates you. Yeah. And then Tim's yes, like, God, yes. <laughs> he's like, sure. Yes. Whatever motivates yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Whatever one. But to yeah. your point, that could be something fair. And maybe that's why they wanted to release Derek Carr, even though Derek Carr has no trade clause. That's a whole other topic that we should get into one day, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't want to get traded back to the Raiders. So at this point, it's probably he's probably waived it all, I would say. So no, he hasn't because he they have to pay him before he can waive it. And I think there's going to be some weird deal here because they own like $40 million. Yeah, they signed some him to an extension amount. pretty recently. Yeah, they signed to a three-year extension, and now they're like, yeah, no, you're not the starter. So it's going to be very interesting how they go about either releasing him or finding a home for him or whatever they're going to do. Because no NFL team is going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll give you something. No, they're just going to be like, just release him and we'll sign him. Yeah, because not anybody's like sweating that much for him. And I mean, that's going to be the thing. It's like. Josh McDaniels is Josh McDaniels. Like we've we've seen at this point, he hasn't had a lot of success. He's only really going to play well when he has a quarterback that can kind of just take take it in his own reins. Only guy in the NFL that could be that is Aaron Rodgers, and he can go out and try to get him. Um, obviously, I don't think he's going to go anywhere where he wants to go at this point. Maybe the Jets or whatever, but it opens up some spots for Aaron Rodgers as well. But I don't know if he's going to want to go and talk to Josh McDaniels either. If we're being honest, well, I think. Or New York people... with uh, with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, now that he's the OC. Well, well, okay, now we're on QB Talks. So, <laughs> Just, that's where my brain's we're, going. We're morphing into QB Talk, then let's roll. So, if we look at that, Nathaniel Hackett found that he was way in over his head with the Broncos, yeah, and we all saw how that worked. That was just, he did, had no idea what the hell he was doing. So, he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the Jets. And I think the Jets are trying to get a veteran QB. Who is that veteran QB? I think it's somebody that they want to bring in and win now mode because they have the yep. defense to win now. They just got to get sure. some weapons. And the weapons, truly. 
I think they yeah. have the weapons too. I think it's all just the quarterback. I mean, Wilson had a great year. Elijah Moore's still a good like wide receiver. Brees Hall is like able to be one of the best running backs in the league. Like their defense or their offensive line's pretty good. I think that's a big statement. Mm. To a guy who you saw how he played in the beginning of the year, yeah, sure, yeah, but these injuries are easy to get. They're easy to get back. They're not from now than they were ten years ago for sure. It's still a major ligament in your knee, Vince. It's not just something you just pop back from. Right, right. I mean, it's a great. We've seen examples. We've seen examples of guys coming back from that. Pretty quickly. It's few and far between. Adrian Peterson. If we, he, he tore his ACL Adrian and MCL. Adrian Peterson is a physical freak beyond anything that we've so ever seen in a lifetime. Maybe. So we haven't seen we haven't seen enough on him. I hope so, for his sake. He's a young man. I hope. He and they have Michael Carter. And they have James Robinson right now. I mean, that's sure, sure. That's I'm focused. I'm focused more on the defense. That defense and is it's great. lights out. And they have a Sauce whole Gardner's other draft coming. Sauce yeah. Gardner's a dog, Mosley, Quinn and Williams, <clears throat> and all of that, right? <laughs> so Quinn and Williams is my favorite human yeah. probably ever. No. No, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what just gave it away. <laughs> no, nah, Kyler Murray, <clears throat> I'm good. All right. With all of that, I do believe that it's not out of bounds to say Aaron Rodgers could be traded to the Jets, but just the Jets. No other team come to mind. Because he has some... Not Vegas? No way. No, no way. way? Everybody wants to bring the Devontae thing. I think your point, I don't think he wants to deal with Josh McDaniels. I he wants to go yeah. someplace that he's familiar with, that he can run his show, and somebody who's a defensive head coach to say, hey, we're going to let you do what you do. You and Nate run the offense. Do it how you want to do it. You have the weapons. If you need anything else, let us know. Cook. What cool. if Daniel Hackett's only problem is that he needed somebody that was over six foot? <laughs> And he'll just gonna go back and just beast him because he's tall enough. He, now. he needed somebody tall enough to see over the offensive line. It's like, yeah, Russ, you didn't see the read. He's like, fuck, can't man. Um, dangerous. <laughs> he's, he's feeling dangerous. Yeah, he's feeling Careful. dangerous. It's spicy. Feel? It's spicy. <laughs> That's what it's like. Your short ass can't strange. see, Russ. We've been out of strange and unusuals for a while. I wish a video like that would come out just so we can get one. <laughs> like just something. We need yeah. something with adultery. We need something odd or goofy. And okay, back to the topic at hand because yeah. you're making me squirrel. Sorry. Now, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, most plausible case if he goes anywhere. The Packers have come out and said that they want two draft picks. Okay. Which now, is a fine ask, honestly. Right. Now, if we look in San Francisco, okay. Whoa. Jimmy G out, absolutely out. There's no way yeah. he's coming back. Basically, Kyle Shanahan had said, I don't see a reunion. Because there's no all. reason. If you can get Purdy to kind of work the way he's working, and then if Trey Lance is going to be anything, there's no reason to have a third guy. Right. There isn't. And maybe they draft somebody or bring in a veteran. Who knows? Maybe Jimmy G but goes to Vegas. I think Jimmy G does go to Vegas, or Jimmy yeah. G goes back to New England. Could One be. of the two are very, very possible. Yeah, because he knows McDaniel, he knows Bill, and Bill didn't want to let him go. Yeah. So Tom really cut him out of that. <laughs> he really Tom did. did fool. No, <laughs> Kraft fucked him out of that. That's Kraft true. came in and was like, "Yeah, no, this isn't happening." We'll get rid of the great dog. Sorry. Get rid of the good-looking Italian kid. And I think it worked out for him. He got to live in San Francisco for the past five years. Yeah. Not only that, we're not shedding tears. We're not shedding tears for to Garoppolo. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to not. the kid from Arlington Heights, banging yeah. porn stars and living in the Bay. Yep. With all of that, 
I do believe he would like to stay West Coast, go to Vegas, no income tax, plays in a dome, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, a defense that doesn't suck. Ladies everywhere. Bitches everywhere. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. He would be a tower like every other night just doing handsome Jimmy G stuff, throwing dollar bills on strippers' asses. Yeah. That would yeah. that's what Jimmy would be doing. I'd see it possible. I see I it, see it possible. 100% possible. And the no income tax thing does help when you're making millions and millions of dollars. Um, 84 million. <laughs> 84 million dollars. They they may have been onto something. They there. were talking about they the Jacks. But that's how I see the QB situation kind of unfolding. Yeah. Uh I do believe that if Rodgers doesn't get traded, he's a Packer for life. This will be the only offseason that Good. Happen Keep him all. here. Screw it. Good. You want him here? Whatever. I don't want to see Whatever. him anymore. It's getting worse. The- it's getting worse and worse for him. So keep him here and just let them all desecrate at the same time. There point. are reports coming out of the Pat McAfee show that there are things that are totally out of his control right now. A. And then B, there are discussions going on without him in the room. I mean, they should. If they're going to get rid of him, who gives a shit about him? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you don't have to keep Lock the trust him. tree anymore if he wants to Lock leave. Him. Like, let you him and the hat man go do something somewhere else. Yeah, go do ayahuasca with your witch girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Crazy. Some college football stuff, Mike. You hear the senior bowl's coming? Because I didn't. Oh, yeah. I, I told you about it. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, the senior bowl. Your boy, you Hennon Hooker. I thought he was going to play. He's not. He's going to be there, yeah. though. He's talking He's going to be teams. there. He's going to be present. Uh, Hennon Hooker should be healthy by the time training camp comes. And I'm happy about that. I'd say he's probably going to be a second or third round pick. Maybe he got a little bit of Jalen hurts in him. Hopefully that would be fun. Um, but yeah, senior bowl, are you excited for it? I'm very excited for it. Vince. I like to watch it more than I like to watch the pro bowl. That's a floppy ah, piece. We'll of get shit. to that. <laughs> we'll That's get a whole to that floppy piece of shit of epic proportion. Yep. We'll get to that. But, yeah, yeah. Senior Bowl, Luke Etsy's going to be there. Shout out offense coordinator for the Bears. Um, hopefully you can learn some stuff from that. But um, the best part about the Senior Bowl is they're going to actually play a real game. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like Pretty a cool. real game? I mean, they thunk? usually always play a real game. Yeah, who would have thunk? At uh, Hancock-Whitney Stadium, University of South, or South, excuse me, South Alabama. Gonna say you, were gonna Alabama. Say, you were going to say that fancy that you fucked it up. I was going to say Southern Alabama, and that is not what it is um, in Mobile Shit. and this Saturday. Mobile. So three days away, or two days away be, from now. From... fun to put that on and just kind of watch that for a little bit, see who might be coming out who's worth the shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, it could be could be a new Chicago Bear, too. So that's uh, something to look forward to. Well, to your point, Luke Getze, our awesome OC, at least we think he, we don't know yet. Right now, he's, anyway, he's better he's than a lot of guys already. <laughs> so he's that's, good. that's good. I think he needs a little bit more time to figure out what the hell he's going to do. We've had, he's deals. only better than a lot of people because we've had some bad OCs at the time. That's really the only reason bad. why. Yeah, Really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. no, no doubt about it. Uh Mike Tice and then Mike Martz and then at least his name isn't Mike. Um, Mike Tice. Wow. Mike Tice. What a, what a name. What, what a, a name that what guy. A mess. <laughs> that was a total mess. But I mean, hey, the Senior Bowl's great. Gives guys an opportunity to get their name out there. Not only that, I mean, if you look at guys like Josh Allen, I mean, he totally went off in the Senior his Bowl. Stock went. Doop, 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 exactly. Yeah. You know, and the flip side of that's Mitch Trubisky, and we all know how that fucking worked out. So God bless it. And then another report comes out this week. 
on a local Chicago radio they had on Patrick Mahomes' father, right? Yep. And basically he stated that the Bears told him they were drafting him at three. That management said they were drafting him at three. Yep. And that didn't happen. There's an argument to be made that if Patrick Mahomes came to the Bears, he would have sucked because the Bears sucked. There was no argument. No argument. The man is a fucking generational. No, I know. I truly know. But the Bears would have done something to mess him up. I'm like almost confident about it just because the Bears are the Bears, especially that regime, just a brutal regime. Uh, Um, Yeah, no, that was pretty bad. Because Nagy Nagy didn't even draft Trubisky. Nagy didn't even want Trubisky. That he was wanted, he wanted Mahomes. That was John Fox, if I'm not mistaken, the head coach at the time. No, you're right. It was. Yeah, you're right. And that's why he picked Trubisky because he's just like, you know what? He's a smart guy. I think he's maybe just a smidge racist too, which is probably what added to that, it. No, no, that was that was that was a Ryan Pace pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not a Fox pick. Fox so- wanted to go defense. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> send them to uh, send them to New Orleans and see if they like them. There you have it. Yeah. There you have it. Who knows? No, That's where Ryan Pace is now. <laughs> no, Ryan Pace is with Atlanta now. And so is Phil Emery. I thought he was with other... New Orleans. No. No, he's with he's with Atlanta. No, oh, send him to, to Atlanta. Atlanta. There you go. Do that. <laughs> he, him and Phil Emery are both yeah. at the Falcons. Yeah. So God bless you, Falcons. You ain't doing something for a long time. Why would they do that? Why would know. they do that? It's like, hmm, you've sucked your whole career. Yeah, you want a job. Yeah. You want to come to a team with no quarterback? Sure, let's do it again. <laughs> It'll be different this time. Yeah, what's I swear. It's insanity. That is literally insanity in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. Insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Either way, this Saturday is the Senior Bowl. Go ahead and watch it. See if you can find some new guys coming out here. We have a, a quick message from our sponsor. I would just like to say that the Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. I'm delivering this news. Excuse me? So so last week, Vince wanted to make a case that he may Ah. not have to shave his beard. We're going to get to the message (laughs) from our sponsor here in a minute. With all of that being said, though, Vince, last night, yeah, the Bulls are playing the Pistons. No, not the Pistons. No, not the the Clippers. Come on, at least give them a little bit of respect. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They're playing the Clippers. Not a bad Uh team. Kawhi. They were up by like 17 points in the second quarter. Sure, sure, sure. And lose the game by five points. Yeah, it'll happen. You know, that happens to the best. Ah, Um, Now they're 11th, though, so that helps my shave case. It does. I still can't believe you're rooting for the Bulls to fail. That's just sad. It's a sad from a sports situation. I know you want to see me with that shave face, but I'm here. I'm always here for my boys, so. Yeah, no, they're not making it. Sometimes it's a little bit better when you put your own skin in the game. And that's what I'm doing. My hair that's on my skin, at least. <laughs> so right now we're sitting at a point where there's there's a considerable amount of games left in the season. Anything can happen, but it's not looking nice. For the and Vince, when that time comes, what are you yep. going to shave your beard with? I'm going to save with Henson shaving. The Henson razor, more. it puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. The razor's made with CNC machines to aerospace standards. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. Um, we talked about this last week, obviously. We're back around again. I use this, so I get I get my hair cut. I get it lined up by the barber. And my biggest concern every time I'm done with it is like, hey, I'm not going to get a haircut for two weeks. My beard's going to get wild. 
I would use my razor with the multiple blades and it would just, you know, it would just basically ruin my beard because I'm like, I can't get this line perfectly. This is perfect. It has unique head design. It has one blade in it. It's very thin, very precise, and it can just kind of get right into there. Um, it has as exit channels. So I know the biggest problem that everybody has is how do I clean my razor after it? And it's always a pain in the butt. This time, they have these nice little spots at the bottom of it. It's a single blade. You can run water right through, and the hair goes right down the drain. Clean. To your point, I've Vince. never had a razor that's easy to clean. Never. To your point, Vince, I mean, I shaved before this wedding I went to last week, right? And I'm very particular about when I shave because I have very sensitive skin. And usually, there are certain parts of my face that will break out or I'll get razor burn. I don't get that with sure. this razor at all. Ooh. And to your point, I think with the technology that they use, I mean, we're talking aerospace engineering here. We're talking materials that are used on the International Space Station. I mean, Vince, I'm not breaking out anymore. And not only that, but the handle itself and the razors themselves are so light. I I don't know what we were doing before. Easy to pack. Easy to do everything. It is not like your normal razor. And the biggest kicker here, cost of ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is $177 less than a normal cartridge razor. Better for the environment. Stop using plastic razors. Use this metal one. So go on the website, hensonshaving.com. Use the promo code TAXISQUAD at checkout and receive a 100-pack of blades free with the purchase of a razor. You got to put them both in your cart. So put the razor in your cart, put the 100-pack of blades. When you're checking out Taxi Squad, T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D. And for most users, this amount of blades will last two to five years of shaving. So promo code Taxi Squad, HensonShaving.com. Sean Payton's on the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and they, I didn't think and they traded for him. They traded for him. I didn't think it was happening either. Was I can't believe. What, what were they going to trade for him? They don't have anything. Uh, what they're going to trade for him is uh, the 2023 first round pick, number 29. Interesting. Wow. And their 2024 second round pick for Sean Payton. And the Saints 2024 third round pick. So what are your thoughts about Sean Payton in Denver? First of all, the Saints had to be like, what the fuck? You got to go to the team with no draft capital? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, oh, fuck, fuck it. God damn it, Sean. You know, just give us something that's worth this shit. So with all of that, I as an unusable asset, though, you got to get what you can get for him. <laughs> so he chooses that team. The Saints are like, oh, what the God bless. All right, Sean, go to the Broncos. At least we don't got to see you in the division. All right, go ahead. So go coach your midget over there. Or the conference, really. Go coach your dangerous midget. And <laughs> and um, my bad, little person. Go coach your dangerous <laughs> little person who has his own oh, office. No. <laughs> Digging um, a hole. <laughs> Go on, keep going. I think if there's anybody to fix Russell Wilson, though, mm-hmm. it is Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton's a great coach. Chicago guy can't, you know, talk about it without him. You know, yeah, Chicago guys have never done anything wrong. No, Dahmer was a good guy. <laughs> He's not from Chicago. Or no, no, not Dahmer. Who's the clown? Who's the clown? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, Gacy was a good guy, right? Literally digging a hole. Anyways. Yep. <laughs> I mean, when I think of like, you know, more like 
Capone and stuff like that. Good people, good sure. coaches. I mean, Dicka. You can't, yep. I mean, Dicka was here for a long time. Not Scotty saying Miller from here. Scotty Miller. Yeah. Scotty Miller, right? Okay. Jimmy G, so don't forget. Off. I agree with you. Up here. I agree with you. Um, right. He's had a small quarterback in the past. I don't know if you've heard of this guy before. His name is Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Like Brees. Um, and right. he was successful in that offense. The Broncos are still a good team on paper. When you look Great at defense. It. Great defense. And, you know, Sutton and Judy, solid situation. Um, they got Noah. No, they don't. No, Never no mind. He's on the they Seattle got, Seahawks. They got, they got Javante. Doltrich. Doltrich. Yes, Doltrich is a beast, and Javante's still Looking a beast, good. too. So, I mean, they're in a good yeah. situation. I think changing the offense might help. I just want to know what happened with Hackett. That is wild that they were so horrible. I think we discussed it a little bit in the beginning here. He was we over did. skis. Yeah. Didn't have the, the acumen to do it. Russell Wilson and him probably fell in love, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the play. And they were going through some ownership and management changes, and they whiffed, and they were like, okay, we're going to bring in a proven guy, proven commodity. He took a year off, went to Fox, talked with Colin Coward every week about random bullshit. And <laughs> Colin Coward had every reason every week to talk about how great Sean Payton is and how he knows more than anybody because Sean Payton's on the show. Yeah, Whatever. Busting over that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Every episode oh, you watch of The Herd, Sean, like, well, you're so handsome. From Sean Payton, <laughs> and I can't talk about it now, but I know – so shut up, dude. Anyway, with that, I do believe that if there's anybody to fix Russell, it's now Sean Payton. Yep. To the draft capital thing, is it out of bounds to say that either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy may be a trade chip to go and get more in this year or next year's draft to fix the offensive line? Because I do believe if you look at the offensive line and some pieces on defensive line because they did get rid of Chubb, there could be some reasons here to say maybe you get rid of one of these pieces because you have enough weapons around to make it work. And not only that, you're Sean Payton. So, I mean, yeah, that Chubb trade did help with draft capital. That's no doubt. And they definitely needed it. I don't think they do that because I think that they're trying to compete immediately. Um, I think they're going to try to fix their qualms through later draft picks and free agency signings. Um, and I think that's possible. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but I think I don't think Sean Payton wants to walk into a place where it's going to be a project. And they're I think it's a project as a roster. They're not far off. Like what happened? Like because there's talks too that honestly, like Sean Payton might bring Fangio back, and Fangio might be the DC there. That would be weird because oh, he was just Fangio's, a head coach. But if Fangio's the DC there, watch out. Fangio's a stud, man. Yeah, I love Fangio's the DC. Not a very good head coach, but a no. great DC. So that's the thing. That's the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing. Like some people aren't head coaches. Some people are incredible coordinators that that can't lead the entire team, but they can lead one side of the ball really damn well. And Vic Fangio's the same situation. So if he brings him in, I mean, that's like a all star staff. Like you're, you gotta you gotta like what where they're going with it. And and uh, geez, I almost said Steve Carell, Pete Carroll. <laughs> Steve Carell? Yeah. I was, Steve Carell? Yeah, similar last name. Um, <laughs> Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll was... proved himself to be a pretty damn good coach this year, given the circumstance, because a lot of people were like, well, it's Russ is there. I mean, he did it with Geno Smith, so there's something to be said about that. Maybe he's good with good coaching. This is an opportunity to see. I think Russ had a pretty bad year and got the yips pretty bad. I think that they got to just get back to what Russ did well. 
And he had some games you'd see the 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 strike a lightning hit every now and again, and you'd see Russ cook a little bit, but then he was going back to his poor technique and going back days. to we should have ran we should have ran Marshawn. <laughs> yeah, going back to I wish I had Marshawn days. Yeah. So <laughs> I do believe that Sean Payton's the correct guy for the job. I think they maybe maybe win eight games next year if they're lucky. I don't think it's, it's going to be more than that though. I mean, that, that's an eight- to me, that's a success. If they win yeah. eight games next year, that's a success. I mean, what? That's three or four more than they had this year. So, I mean, good for About them. 50% more than they did last year. Then, yeah, 100 Did you 100%. see the reporter tea that happened, Mike? A little bit of tea. Um, a little what? A little tea. You ever heard it? I got the tea, sis. This is the gossip, the hot gossip on the street. This is what they're saying what's, out what's, there in the world. What's the, what's the hot gossip on the street, Vince? So, a little bit of Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter back and forth. Uh oh. Ian Rappaport reports that the Broncos spent yesterday now to hire D'Amico Ryan's again. So this is this is another time they tried to hire him before, and then he recommitted to the Texans. So D'Amico Ryan's with the Texans now. Sources say. So when he agreed with terms of the Texans, then the Broncos moved for the Sean Payton move. Now Adam Schefter tweeted shortly after that the timing of today's two hires was completely coincidental broncos were zeroed in on sean payton and didn't make any contract or any contact this week with D'Amico ryan's or his agent denver was focused on payton and houston was focused on ryan's a little bit of nfl t dude maybe there's some beef going on i don't know if there's beef i mean both of these guys are like five foot eight so i i mean it'd be a fun even fight match. to watch on rough even and match. Yeah, um, even match. <laughs> that would be a great fight now the two nfl journalists ian rapaport and adam schefter they're gonna to have the a death. debate <laughs> <laughs> probably would kill it on the debate that team. would be horrible <laughs> that would that really would be, be so bad. bad they're both very nasally in the way they talk to so it'd be like let me tell nasal. you here I mean, tell you my sources are telling me that D'Amico ryan's was never going to the broncos <laughs> i believe schefter in this stage though because okay either you want a defensive coach or you want an offensive coach yeah not one or the other. Yeah. So I do believe the Broncos were 100% zeroed in on Sean Payton. I do watch the herd because it's like the thing that's on in the afternoon when I eat Yeah, lunch. it's like hate watching. So get, You're a mess. Yeah, it's kind of a hate watch, but I do get a little bit of enjoyment out of it. Some of the takes are good, except when he forgets Bears players' names, which is funny. Brutal. Uh, He's brutal. David Montgomery that. Anderson. Hilarious. I'll never anyway. forget when he didn't said he didn't know what part of my take was. It's like everybody in the world knows what it is. <laughs> like that was the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah, that's some bully as well. With all that, he's though, in the industry. A, Come on, Colin. it's not a hate coward <laughs> podcast. It's just a podcast. So I believe Schefter a hundred percent. I do not believe that they were trying to sign D'Amico Ryan's and then Sean Payton. It's like, oh well, I guess we'll just settle for Sean Payton then, one of the best head coaches of his generation. I'm with you. There's a there's an argument to be made that Schefter might have had like might have some friends in the Broncos organization, whatever. That's some things that people are saying where Rappaport is an NFL guy, so he's got to report it as it is. But also it's clickbait. Um, And I don't know why a team, like I said earlier, that was that's primed to actually be a decent winning team right now would go for the unknown thing after that didn't work out too well last time. I'd go for the known thing. Maybe give up some draft picks. Maybe that was the holdup, but I don't, still don't think that's the thing. So 
I don't see why they would do that. Uh, the The Texans are more of like a reclamation project, and they're going to hire one of their legends to do that. And that kind of segues into D'Amico Ryan's agreeing to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. I like that. I like that hire. I think it's smart. I think D'Amico Ryan's was a tremendous player in his prime. He's got a lot of good graces in Houston. He does. A lot of good graces in Houston. Uh, him and Cushing led that defensive front seven for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cushing noted Roy head. Um, still dog. See still there an absolute dog. He talks about him too. And he's got nothing but good things to say about Brian Cushing. <laughs> Brian Cushing was an absolute freak at animal um, at USC. Just an yeah, absolute animal. beast. So when you look at that time and they were, they were good for a little while. They never really made a playoff. But to the point, I do believe that in his time, D'Amico was a stud and got a chance to really go and do his thing under the Shanahan curtain, so to speak. And he did really well. Did really well. This is about to be another one of those coaching tests where it's like, okay, this guy's a really good coach. I think we can all agree that Shanahan's a good coach at this point. I don't think there's any arguing that. Um, But there's always like the – Oh, is this coaching tree going to be successful? We talked about Bill Belichick and how that's not the case. How the, you know, Bill O'Brien was probably the best example of something working, but the Texans weren't even that great in the first place. Um, Patricia, obviously brutal. Um, but like, you know, the McVay off of the Mike Shanahan stuff and when they were in uh, Washington and all those things. So this will be interesting to see if the Kyle Shanahan tree does, has any merit to it as well. I think the Kyle Shanahan tree has proven to be better than any other tree up to this stage of the game. Who Maybe else worked even... for Kyle Shanahan that ended up coach Sala? Robert Sala, Robert yeah. Sala. Um, who's the, the head coach of the, um, of the Packers. What's his name again? All the, all oh, the the floor. Yeah. The floor was with the, the Redskins when they yeah, were the Redskins. I'm not being McVay. Yep. All Same thing. under that's, Shanahan. That's the Mike Shanahan tree. I'd like to make that clear. Eh, it's a broad Kyle, stroke of Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was in charge of Mike McDaniel and Mike LaFleur when he was with Who's the Who's Shanahan Shan are we talking about here, Vince? I'm talking about Kyle Shanahan. But, you know, Mike's Shanahan had a lot of those guys because he had like Art Shell, Gary Kubiak, all of those guys. Kevin Stefanski came oh, yeah. from that. Anthony Lynn, Zach Taylor, all of those guys were part of the Shanahan. And not to mention Luke Getze, who we said a couple times. Okay. So it could be on something here, Vince. Could, and could be on something. <laughs> no, don't ever talk yeah. about that name he ever again on this podcast. No, nope. I don't want to hear about my, oh, He was God. part of it. We are in oh, charge God. to give the people the stuff that they need to know. Mark Trestman was part of that, and he is a goddamn mess. Remember we went to the uh, Toronto Argonauts? What a mess. <laughs> if I had to live another year of getting Mark Trestman stuffed down my football throat in Chicago, yeah. I was going to jump off the bridge. I felt it bad for gonna... his family. His daughter went I... to the same school as I did, and just she got oh really at some points. So yeah, it was bad. Seriously, bad. she went I to DePaul. Really yeah, I'm not trying to dox her right now, but yeah, I felt oh, it's story time. <laughs> what happened? We need stories. So, it was so... just no, no, no. It wasn't like anything like egregious specifically. It was just Mark Trestman was doing a horrible job with the Bears. She was at school with a bunch of people that were Bears fans. So everybody's just like, "What the fuck's wrong with your dad?" Like that was that kind of deal. I didn't know her personally or anything like that. I just. Overall, felt bad for the girl. Oh, yeah. No, because she seemed like a nice guy. (laughs) He seemed like a really nice guy. She's just not a good coach. (laughs) 
Yeah, he seemed like a good dude. Um, but, you know, hey, Bruce Arians wanted the job. Jay Cutler thought he had the job. But, you know, Phil Emery had to step in and go, hmm, nah. Ugh, all these names. The only one I liked out of that was Cutler. I Best quarterback in Bears history. That's no, what it is. Don't what it is. Say that. It's going to be he was. he was. All right, back I, to D'Amico Ryans, Vince. So D'Amico Ryans, I believe, is going to be a good hire for the Texans. He's a project, yep. as the rest of that team is. They have high draft picks. I do believe they are going to try and go up to one because the Bears are going to be playing this game of like, oh, we want this guy. And then they're going to be like, okay. And then they're going to be a bunch of shit. And then they're going to go to two. And then they're going to push it down to four or five. That's the hope. Give I think they will trade capital. it too because it's like get D'Amico's guy and let him work. Yeah. Because that's what it's going to be like. If, if he can't pick that one guy, then they're going to always be the excuse. It's like, well, he wanted the other guy, but they had sucking. So – to your point, I do believe that a lot of this is going to be dependent on the staffs that D'Amico hires. Same thing with Sean Payton. It's going to be interesting as to how they draft based off who they hire from a uh, assistant standpoint, not only that coordinator standpoint, because that has a lot to do with it. Because if your coordinator hates a guy and you're like, no, well, you got to take him anyways, I don't think it's going to end well. I think the Texans, though, are either going C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I don't think Yeah, one or the other. They're definitely taking one. Mm-hmm. So time will tell. I think D'Amico Ryans is a couple years out. We'll see how he progresses, but did a great job with the San Francisco defense this year. Oh, Unfortunately, they didn't monster. have a quarterback that, to play yeah, in that we'll game. We'll get to that. But that we'll, was we'll get fucking into it. crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, we got some coaching, you know, drama going on right now, which is always fun, and now we'll be able to see how it progresses in the future. Last week we did quarterbacks. We'll keep an eye on quarterbacks as the – whole thing moves forward here but i do believe now we got to get to some picks vince because we did a pretty good job last week and i was really fucking close to being perfect again yeah me too we had two picks <laughs> i got one no got the other. i was i was i was really close to being perfect because that game was some booty but let's start oh with... i'm ready to talk about this let's start okay, with the bad can... let's start with the worst one first yeah, um, the and it shouldn't have been and it sucked. Uh, yeah, the Eagles are really good. I want to start this off with a caveat. Like the Eagles are good. They're very good. It's obvious they're going to the Super Bowl. Defense is awesome. Offense looks awesome. Jalen Hurts doesn't look even close to as injured as he was. And he's going to have these two weeks to definitely keep it. Keep it going. Give it a little rehab. Uh, you can't make a decent call on how that game worked out because the 49ers literally didn't have a quarterback by the end of it. And putting Josh Johnson in is basically saying like he didn't have a quarterback in the first place. I agree. I really feel bad for Brock Purdy, but couldn't protect his blind side. Poor kid got fucked up. He was up. getting the Cutler treatment a little bit where it was like, oh, like why is he on the sideline with his jersey on? If he's got his jersey on, he should be playing right now. UCL, he tried to come back man. in the game. Tried to come UCL, back in the game. man. Come on. You can't do that with a UCL. I'm sorry. Like, if that thing's done, he has no power under his arm. He can't do anything. And that was similar to the color thing. I don't know why we're talking about him so much this week. But, um, well, Jake Cutler same... screwed his knee up, not his elbow. Yeah, in the same vein, it was just like he's obviously injured enough to not come back on the field. Brock Purdy was an even bigger example of like he, you know, he tore his AC or UCL. So, like, what do you, what do you want him to do? He can't throw the ball at all. Like, he didn't give up. It was just, it is what it is. And Josh Johnson is you just don't want him in a playoff game. It doesn't make any sense. I feel bad for George Kittle. You know, he's almost 30 and 
he basically said that I, if I would have had a quarterback in this game, maybe we, maybe it's not the case. And I do believe it because if your defense is on the field the whole time, it's not going to end well. Yeah. They just get tired. And then that was the thing too, is just the Eagles scored a lot in the second Brock Purdy only got a couple throws off before he got injured. Josh Johnson got injured as well. So it's uh, at one point, Christian McCaffrey was playing quarterback. It's like a fantasy league of guys in other positions. You'd want to see play quarterback. That's really what it was. Yeah. It's like something you do in Madden, a uh, whole team or whatever. Yeah. The hell it is. Right. So You're like, I just yeah. want all running backs. So like Miles Sanders is going to be my right guard and McCaffrey's my quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe that it's, it's difficult to judge that game. Eagles played lights out though. They They're really good. That's the thing. It's they like, you can't really take good. it away from the Eagles, uh-huh. but the 49ers the just didn't have up for horses. They just didn't have horses. No, I mean, they didn't, didn't have a quarterback. Unfortunately, that's kind of going to make you or break you. And I, I don't believe <laughs> that if, I don't know. I don't believe that without a, a real quarterback that this game is the same outcome. So, yeah, we'll I mean, that's true. Even with Purdy, like it's going to be more competitive. It's just not. Well, if you it, Jimmy G's in that game, I mean, there's something. Sure. The Anybody, need to, any court, any real quarterback. Honestly. There's, there's a real QB story. So you got Trey Lance and you got Brock Purdy. What do you do next year? Do you go out and get a Derek Carr? Maybe do you go out and get somebody that, can bring you to the promised land and stay consistently healthy. And you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something there's something with the Shanahan juice. It's like, he's so good at making offenses and defenses and all that. He's also really good at getting quarterbacks injured. And I don't know what it is. I think it's just working out that way. So it's just, you know, it sucks. Keeps getting his dad kind of got screwed too, though, but he only had, you know, he had John Elway though. Yep. He took John Elway to a Super Bowl. So go Eagles. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it though. And, you know, to the point I said early in the season, I, I, I don't think anybody was going to beat him. I wanted to believe the Tom narrative in the back of my head. You really I always knew. I always knew the Eagles were, were the favorite now. Yeah. And if you're number one for most of the season too, like a lot of people want to see your downfall. No, so sure. That happened a sure. lot too. So there was a sure. lot of that going on, smoke and mirrors. But if they're a good team, they're a good team. Look at that. Both of our Super Bowl picks go down the drain. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. The thing is, is, I like the Eagles and like next door neighbor. Obviously, you know them from when we were little, massive Eagles fans. So I'm happy to see them. Yeah. No, but. true. I mean, hey, it's going to be the second one in 10 years. So yep. with all that, let's go to the AFC conference game. I feel like we're going to disagree on this one. All right. AFC Championship went down to the Bengals and the Chiefs at yeah. the Chiefs primetime game. Good Chiefs game. win in a very suspect way to was say it very. It was very suspect. Please tell me why. All right, let's paint this picture. Go ahead. Light this candle. Yep. All right. So if we look at two minutes left in the game, the Bengals have the ball within their own ten yard line. Yep. So we're talking backed up in Chiefs territory. So. They're starting with the ball on the 10. Third and 17 because of a penalty. Yeah. There was a late hit on that or roughing the passer in Burroughs end zone, right? Yeah. That I can agree with you. Yes. Okay. No call. Fine. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Get up. All right. Go again. 
Then there was an intentional grounding that's the most suspect intentional grounding I've ever seen in my life because Samaj P. Ryan was within <sighs> two feet of the ball. Okay. Two feet. Gets, two feet is extreme. But wait. But wait. But wait. But it's wait arguable. It gets better. But wait. Okay. It gets better. It's arguable. But wait. There's okay. more. There's Go more. Ahead. Okay. So they call that. Loss it down. 15-yard penalty. Now it's third and 17. Yep. Joey B. throws a dot to Hayden Hurst on the sideline. Yes. Awesome. Good stuff. Okay. They go three and out, right? Because mm-hmm. he gets sacked. All right. So they punt. Yeah. Sky Moore has a great return to put his that team was in awesome. great position. Yeah. Really, it was. It was great. Punting, punting there, I was. Right. Oh. Right. And also, I just as a side note, Tony Romo fucking drives me nuts. But go on. Yeah, yeah. Was, I'm not done. I'm not done. Me. Yeah, it was a great return. But did anybody see the two blocks in the backs on the Bengals defenders? No. Yeah. Those return, don't get called. I know. On a oh, return. Okay. Though. Fine. It's still yeah. a fucking penalty, Vince. I know. Okay. Right. Let's continue. There's a penalty. All right. We'll play. <laughs> every. Let's play. continue. These are egregious penalties. Is all I'm getting at. So now I'm I'm up to three. That no call was not I'm egregious. I am <laughs> up to three. There are three yeah. egregious no calls. One of them's yes, va- there are. One of them's valid. The second one is a fifty-fifty. What's the second opinion. one? The intentional, the intentional grounding? grounding. It was 50 50. That's I, not a 50 50. He and wasn't I have that close to, to the ball. I have facts to fucking support it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let's continue. Right. Let's continue. Okay. All right. Turnover. Now, the Chiefs get the ball back. Yes. All right. Sack. Great. Awesome. Uh-huh. There was a there was a Isaiah Pacheco dump. Okay, fine. Now it's like third and six. All right. No, no, no. Back the bus up. Second down. Yes. Mahomes is getting pressure. Yep. Throws the ball basically to the fucking ground <laughs> in front of Jarek McKinnon. Same play. Same literal Closer play that him. just. Do no. Yes. Bullshit. Yes. Same play. Google it. Same play that happened on the drive the for the fucking Cincinnati Bengals, and that doesn't that shit doesn't get called. It wasn't Great. intentional grounding. It was way closer to him than it was in the other bullshit. Play. It was. No, if anything, Jerick McKinnon was further away from the football oh than Samaj P. Ryan was. <laughs> and I will have facts to support this shit. Okay. Now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now. All right. So third down comes. Yeah. All right. Mahomes escapes the pocket. Does the Mahomes, and then. The most okay, blatant call ever. Going out of bounds, linebacker pushes him out of bounds. Of course, it's going to get called a million times out of ten. But everything that led up to that moment sure. was absolute bullshit. I'm surprised you didn't anybody bring up the, the cancel anyways. play. The cancel play is also bullshit. But he I'm was talking waving the his last arms. Two minutes. He was waving. Did his he arm. blow his whistle, Vince? I don't. I don't even know if you have to. I'm not a blow whistle. the whistle. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Either blow way, the I whistle, think it's called back. I think if, even if this they throw it, six, if they throw it sixty bullshit. yards, he's calling it back. Intent or the NFL delayed hit was the fucking storyline of the Andy Reid Super Bowl, and not only that, but the why wouldn't Kelsey they want well. the Golden Boy Joe Burrow to get his first Super Bowl? Why wouldn't they want a redemption arc? That's what. Okay. The intentional grounding, I think, was valid. My bullshit. Personally. It annoys so you. So misruffing the passer call, Vince. Yeah, uh, which I agree. I agree on that too. There's also another argument that there's the rest of the entire game to make that up, where it shouldn't have been that. There close was a minute point. and a half. I know. 
What about okay, the other, what about down the other three and three quarter quarters going on? Like that, that that's the thing. It's like the misplay. I wasn't even going to talk about it. You brought it up. The I'm misplay. Saying, I'm saying there's there's a lot of time left on outside of the game. That late Continue. hit was that late hit was a late hit. It was. He was two feet out okay. of bounds. Him being injured and Pat Mahomes not, is going to add to that. I'm not disputing yes. that. They which, protect the shit out of quarterbacks, which is bullshit. Which brought the kick up. If that happened to Burrow, the same thing would happen. He kicks to the kick. It goes in. I think it was a good game the whole time. I think there's an argument to be made that there was a couple calls in the first half, too, against Kansas City that were a little bit of bullshit. But, you know, it is what it is. First half. The Bengals got called more. Officiating is always going to fucking suck. It's always going to suck. I think that the only people that deserve to actually complain about that is Cincinnati. Besides that, that shit happens every single year, every game, all the time. Where it's like, this is just, hey, late hit. You can't call a delayed late hit if it happens and then they didn't call it. It is what it is. I think that was intentional grounding. I think it was. I think I I, I think Pacheco was like way closer to him than P. Ryan was at the time. We can look at the tape, I guess. That would be honestly a good piece of social media after that. But I that No, I think let's that's go just... look at the tape. I'd love to look at the tape with you. I already, I'd love I, to look at the tape. Yeah. Please, um, we should we should do that one day. I'd love to fucking yeah. do that. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Um, but at the end of the day, it's that's how a game ends. They they score a field goal. It is what it is, and it ended. I think people were pissed off that Joe Burrow didn't win because they wanted to see him go back. I think people don't like Mahomes for some fucking reason. I still don't understand why that's the case. But I do. I think there is a piece of it where people were like, "We wanted Joe Burrow to win, so we're going to argue this too." Because that wasn't an immediate conversation. It was it was a couple hours later when people were like, well, what about this? The only thing that was arguable was the canceled play, and Zach Taylor was right to be angry about it. But again, like that would have if the Chiefs threw the ball 60 yards, it was already canceled. The ref was running on the field waving his hands up as a canceled play. So I don't know. And also Arrowhead was loud as fuck. Maybe he did blow the whistle and no one heard it. <laughs> no, no. He admitted he didn't blow the whistle, Vince. There you go. I didn't look it up. I'm just saying in general, I think it would have been canceled either way. Things like this happen in a football game. Ron Torbert should be fucking fired. And if you actually <laughs> have done the homework, it's come out on social media. I watched that somebody all of in it. his family placed a large bet on the Chiefs to win that game. That's it's not fucking him. collusion. It's reasonable, collusion, Vince. Reasonable collusion. Reasonable Erroneous. Doubt. You think if you're you're an NFL rep, then you can't have anybody on your team being a fan of somebody or sports betting? That's not illegal. That's not that, Vince, that's illegal. It's a little too close to the vest, and then it comes out that Torbert you're made fishing. the air with the clock himself. I'm not fishing. It's fucking you're facts. Fishing. You're fishing. These you are all some, facts. You threw some bait on it. It's that uh, skyline chili with the listen, Vince, and the chili listen, in Cincinnati, Vince, and then you're just listen, fishing people in. Listen. Yeah. It's like Aaron Hernandez in the fucking murder right. tapes where he walks through his front door with a fucking gun in his All hand, right. gives it to his wife, and then the gun disappears forever. All that right. motherfucker still got to jail for murder and guilty of murder. So you're going to tell me the smoking gun is in the hands of fucking this Ron Torbert piece of shit. And not only that, all right. Gets a do-over. Gives the team a do-over. On third down, one of the most crucial drives of the fucking game, and they go down to score a goddamn touchdown. And you're going to sit here and tell me that yes. there's zero collusion? I don't think there's collusion. No, I don't. Bullshit. I, don't. I truly don't. I, truly I just don't. painted a beautiful picture. You did. And now, that was exciting. I'm sorry for anybody's ears. <laughs> They're in the car or some shit or whatever. 
I'm sorry. But you have to turn me down a little that bit. A little bit. I'm, I'm just heated of this whole thing. No, I get it. I and the I Bengals get it. deserved to win. They played a great game. They could have played a little bit better, no doubt about it. The momentum was there. It felt like, all right, this is the Bengals game to lose now. I don't think any of the calls were really egregious. I will say that. I think, don't yeah, there's... Don't get me started again. The, I won't. Again. I won't. I'm just saying there's, there's a possibility for missed calls like there are every game. I would say the NFL is probably officiated better than any other professional sport. I don't even know if you can argue that. Shit like this happens, man. It just does. And I'm I, tired of hearing about that it just happens. There needs to be every better year. things in place, Vince. Like what? For these the refs thing- to be accountable. Get a sky judge. Get a sky judge. Yeah, how long is the a game sky- gonna be at that point though? Get a get a sky judge. You're reviewing everything. That's like from New a York? young kid. Yeah, no, 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 no. It would be perfect. Get a sky judge that's from New York, right? That has a camera fucking buzzing all over the field, looking at every play over and over and over again, similar to the XFL did, right? Okay. So you have the tools to make it happen. You make it a young kid that goes through officiating school that knows all the electronics. And now on these egregiously bad calls, you put them up for review and you stop unionizing these terrible refs and these part-time refs. It's bullshit. Yeah. I the What you can say is I think that they need to stop making like power class ref refs where like they don't necessarily play with each other or they don't necessarily, I guess, referee with each other throughout Pause. the year. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they play with each other, Um, but <laughs> There's there's crews that work together all year and then the playoffs come and they're like, all right, let's put all the best guys in there. And then what you end up having having is just midfield refs, guys that are looking at the full play. And then you have them at the end zone and then you're sitting at a point where it's just like, okay, you kind of need a guy that has some seasoning in the position that he's on this year rather than all of those like best refs. Sure. I don't want unseasoned trash fence. It's not. I don't think it was egregious. That's what I'm saying. Was, I don't. There was numerous egregious calls You're in this game that went <laughs> the way of the home team. In the and last, I am sick. In the last three minutes, where it counts the most, Vince. No, that's what I'm saying. Bullshit. The only argument that you're going to make is in the last three minutes. If you're going to make the argument, then you have to go the entire game because the entire game was played. And I also where think that there was only one real missed call. I think there was only won. one real missed call. In the playoffs. One? Yes. I just painted a picture of four. Yeah, and I disagree with you on three of them. <laughs> That's bullshit. Go look Why at is the it tape. bullshit? We don't have to agree. I disagree. We need a tape breakdown one day, Vince. Oh, right. this is juicy content. Yeah. So Vince and I are going to have a tape breakdown. We're going to look uh-huh. at each play together. We're sure. going to get live reactions, and I'm going to be pointing yeah. at the screen, jumping up and down. I'm excited about like, the look, intentional grounding look, ones. I can be like, the intentional groundings are yeah. so bad. Grab your tape so measure. Bad. <laughs> Grab your tape measure and see how far away it is. It's it's crazy. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm not even going to use a tape measure, Vince. I'm going to use my fingers. Hey, Tom Brady talked about it. Yeah, he, he said, hey, bullshit. He said it's the playoffs and these things happen. That's how. Well, it's Tom that. Brady, like you know. Why? You know, if Tom Brady was on the receiving end of this, I would be like you right now. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, because he has been many times. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. It's all entertainment. It just yeah. makes me upset when it's not I get fair. it. I get it. And, again, Cincinnati has every reason to complain and argue, but I, I don't think it was as as bad as it's Since being blown out. Joe Burrow people, handled people really... it like a true competitor, though. People, yeah, I agree. And, People really wanted Cincy to win, and I get that. I granted, I didn't. So rooting interest, whatever it may be, but 
looking at it from a you know rose colored glass, it just doesn't seem it didn't seem as egregious as people are making it out to be for me. I agree. But Joe Burrow, consummate professional. At the end, he basically was just like, "Good game, go out and win it." It's basically what he said to Mahomes, and Mahomes like, "All right." For outside of the whole argument at the end of it, Mahomes playing with a sprained ankle is it was wild. He was definitely very injured that whole time. I think that he's a tough cookie. Yes. He he's a great competitor. No he didn't get shot up with anything either. He said he needs to feel the pain. My ass. That's what he said. My ass. Somebody's looking at me if I'm in pain and I'm like, oh, God. Cortisol? I'm in a <laughs> bunch of pain. Give me some Toradol. I'm yeah, down. Toradol. That's what it is. <laughs> Toradol down to clown. And with all that, that's six we have weeks, a great Super Bowl ahead of us. Six-week recovery. We do. Um, great Super Bowl ahead of us. I do believe that Mahomes wasn't 100%. He played a great game. He always pulls the magic out when it counts the most. Sir Limps an a amazing lot. athlete. Yeah. yeah. Back, I couldn't say it better. I do believe that Cincinnati has some gaping holes on the offensive line. Pause. They did have some injuries. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> they do need some help in their, in their defensive secondary. Eli Happel got smoked again. He's bad, dude. I, um... He's not he, good. He he was talking. They talk a lot too of shit. much shit. Did you they see all, talk all a that on too Twitter? Much shit. He's, even, he's even their own mayor talked a bunch of shit. Well, he started talking. He started talking uh, Demar Hamlin and stuff, and he was just like, "Oh, like you guys are like bullshit and all this stuff." He was he was he was hating on Demar Hamlin. It's kind of like you you know you don't have to touch on that. So when he started getting smoked, I was like, "Good, like fuck this guy." Um, and also, yeah, Burrowhead, dude, come on. You were you setting yourselves up to piss off the other yeah. team. It was yeah. like not talking to Michael Jordan during a game. Right. Other than nice play, Mike. Good shit, Mike. Nice. Yeah. Well done. They didn't handle it with grace, and I feel as if that's a learning experience for a young team. The mayor of Cincinnati, shut up. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Kelsey Travis Kelsey, said it best. best sound bit. Best sound bit ever. <laughs> said it Well, that's front, that's a rock sound bit actually no i know that's what i'm saying but that sound bit's great because it was the best use of jabroni i've ever heard in my life truly that is a good use of jabroni yeah <laughs> you jabroni just screaming it's awesome i love travis kelsey this team's fun again the chiefs are my afc team they have been since i was little so i'm a little jacked about it i am happy that we get another week before we really have to make the super bowl pick because i don't know who i want to win um hmm. But yeah, that was—I mean—that was—that was—that was damn fun. That was damn fun. It and was Mahomes, great football minus yeah. NFC game. Yeah, and it's just you know officials. So hopefully they're better than the Super Bowl. No, last year there was also an officiating error that we all disagreed with. Yeah, I lost some money on that. That sucked. We all did. <laughs> it's just such nonsense. But it's, you know, uh, it's all—it's all right. I'm—I'm I'm excited to see what happens, and I think—I think truly there's. This can go either way pretty easily. Fix the officiating. Fix all the officiating. Would you agree with me what I said, that the NFL has the best officiating out of any of the major leagues? No. Who would you say is better? Probably the NBA. Come on. It's the most consistent. Flopping? Okay. Yeah, Flop it's part City. Of the game now. It's a part of I know, the game but they, they stopped calling it for half a year last year, and then randomly referees were like, oh, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to call them. Well, I think they're all pretty bad. I think all sports have 
terrible referee. We can agree that the MLB is the fucking worst. <laughs> MLB is terrible. It's so bad. Angel Hernandez is the worst thing horrible. that ever happened. He's getting famous off of being a horrible ref or uh um yeah, and, and he like owns it. it too. He owns it too. He's like, it's yeah, crazy. It fucking sucks. It's, it's great. Crazy. It's crazy. I do believe the NFL is decent, but it does need a lot of reform. And I think a sky judge would be great. Something to hold these refs accountable would be wonderful. Yeah. Giving coaches like, some sort of tools to be in favor to challenge things in certain plays that they disagree with. One maybe, of the big a, things, maybe a thought process. One of the big things for me is the when you challenge or like when anything's challenged or getting reviewed, it has to be the exact thing it's getting reviewed. When you see something on tape that is very obvious that it's, you know, a penalty. I mean, I guess holding's going to happen every time, which would be the argument to it. But if you see something and then another penalty shows up when you're watching it, you should be able to call that. Like if you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm challenging like this, like whatever, like the penalty was. And then you end up watching it back. And then you could see like in a, like a brutal hold where like, you know, the, whatever, like the wide receiver was getting held for 10 yards. Like you should be able to call that in the post since somebody reviewed it. That's the only thing that I really think they should change. I think that might be a little too hiccupy over yeah. time. It's yes, yeah, like it's, it's not final, black and white. It's final. Yeah. 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 And in a way there is holding on every play, but how bad is that holding? Sometimes it's, it's bad, <laughs> but sometimes yeah, it's really bad. Is, yeah. Similar to the way Hutchinson got, hugged during that play where Mahomes escapes the pocket and runs just for a first down and it all goes downhill. Shouldn't hit him. Harrison Bucker was making that kick from 70 yards though. I will say that till I'm dead. He absolutely. No, he was not. No, he you was... see how hard he kicked it. That thing was, it went job, through the, Vince. he wasn't it went through the, kick it I know 70 yards. He went through the upright at like the top of the uprights. And it was like a 45 yard field goal. <laughs> I just don't know why on, on third down, why aren't the Bengals sending the house? I'm going balls to the wall right yeah. there. Just send Especially everybody. with a guy just, that obviously can't run right now. Just no balls. Just there you go. Yeah. You go. No, I it, it, it's crazy. One play I will say on the Bengals side that got me jacked up, but also pissed off at the same time was that, what was it? Fourth and one, fourth and two. And then that absolute go route to Jamar chase for like 40 yards was one of the coolest things I've seen where it was just like, you think he's just going to nice little scramble or maybe run the ball to get that first down and all on fourth balls. down, he, just, he throws, it's just balls. That's all it is. Just balls. All balls. I love stuff like that. I don't know. To your point, we could sit here and question it till it blew in the face, but let's talk about the worst football game of the season. Yeah. The Pro bowl. So, at least they took the pads off them finally. They've been talking about it for years because it was a glorified flag football game. Yeah, they weren't even hitting like they should have in the first place. But is this? No. And now it's not a glorified flag football game. It is one. Mm-hmm. It's a real one. Is this like, uh, is the Pro Bowl pointless? A hundred percent. It has been forever, right? Like there's no. So in baseball, right? Yeah. It used to have some merit. Baseball, the All-Star game, whoever won got home field advantage in the World Series. Which was cool, but which was cool and it gave also, the game. Also, you're like, why do real... they get why do they get to make the call there too? There's a piece of me that feels that way too. Well, it shows who the better leagues were. The AL's usually better than the NL. It gave the game some real purpose. It made you want to tune in. Now the All-Star game's like, eh, 
home run competition. Cool. Yeah, and that's gonna happen. The thing with football too is so they used to they used to do it after the Super Bowl. And I actually heard Julian Edelman talking about this. Um, but he was like, Why you know, you go to the Super Bowl and you win it. Like, why the hell would you want to go play another football game after the Super Bowl? Which I agree. Also, a lot of players are like, Why would I want to go do that if I'm already in the offseason? Which I agree. You can't play a tackle football game the week before the Super Bowl because just like this year, you're missing 15 people that are supposed to be in the Pro Bowl because they're not going to play and then go to the Super Bowl because they can get injured. Right. So you really can't have an all-star game in the NFL. Like All you can do is just do all pros and leave it. Like You don't have to do this. I like the skill competitions. Like They used to have the longest throw attempt. They used to, you know, all this stuff, but I don't really care to watch, you know, defensive studs play dodgeball. Like, yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah, let me let me just lay out what we have going on for the Pro Bowl. So, in the Pro Bowl, the, the biggest thing is the flag football game. I think that's so stupid. I think it's so dumb. Um, what else is happening? Epic Pro Bowl dodgeball, multi-round tournament of classic dodgeball featuring four teams of five players. Okay, fine. Lightning round. Each conference will select 16 players to complete in the three-part elimination challenge that leaves one player left at the end to earn three points for his conference. So it has, like, splash catch where you got to catch the ball with water balloons. They're doing a water balloon distance contest. Um, high stakes. They catch punts from a jugs machine to earn points. That's kind of fun. Thrill of the spill. Um, it's a bucket hanging above their head of an opposing conference's coach. First team to dump the bucket on the opposing coach wins. Kind of dumb. Longest drive. They're playing golf. They're going to swing golfs and see how far they can drive it. Precision passing. That'll be fun. It's an accuracy competition. And then best catch will be fun. So those are cool. Um, but besides that, I'm kind of just like, all right. Like, whatever. It's for the like, kids. They're doing a wall pole. They're doing a, it's for the kids. That's really what it's it all, is. It's, it's for the kids. It's but like do the kids daddy. even give it's a shit? Really? Um, like, when's when the we Super were Bowl? kids, we gave a shit. That's when true, we were actually. kids, we gave a shit. So yeah. maybe the kids do give a shit. Yeah, like the right. like the you know Drew Bledsoe with the and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning all doing that accuracy challenge was pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie, but it was a great time growing up. It feels kind of like training camp. This kind of feels like all right, like whatever. Just, and usually it's in Honolulu. It's in it's in Vegas this year. So kind of just like whatever. We're just gonna go out in Vegas and then we're just gonna kind of like mess around for fun. Yeah, and Alvin Kamara is gonna punch a guy in the face again. Yeah, he didn't make it this year. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that down here. the biggest overall thing that we could come to on this is Tyler Huntley, Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence are the quarterbacks in the AFC. Okay. Trevor Lawrence is the only one you could argue deserves to make it. I don't even know if he deserves to make it. The other two definitely don't. Tyler Huntley played six games, two touchdowns, two interceptions. What the hell is he doing there? That's obviously like a, a breach of talent. There's no talent there to do it. Yeah, that's silly to me. Used to be like the quarterbacks of the quarterbacks would play in this game. Yeah. Josh Dobbs had better numbers than one of the quarterbacks in the AFC, and he played two games. Wait, Josh Dobbs is in the Pro Bowl? No, but he played two games, and he has two touchdowns and two interceptions. Tyler Huntley played six and has the same thing. What are we doing? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. If I'm an NFL player, I'd be like, great, I'm staying home. Thanks. Yeah, that's what they're like. Josh Allen said, hey, I'm not going to the Pro Bowl. I'm injured, and he's going to play like a golf tournament, I think. you know. <laughs> he's 
like, what do you, you want blame me to do? Him? I'm, yeah. No, fuck no. I, I wouldn't go either. Golf. I'm going to go disconnect. I'm going to go sit yeah. on the beach. He's like, listen, I lost last week. I don't want to go to Vegas to play flag football. <laughs> That's literally what they're soaking at. it up somewhere in a hot tub with my soulmate. I call you. You're a millionaire quarterback of a team. And I'm like, hey, we're go- all going out to Vegas and playing flag football. You down? <laughs> No, I'm gonna be like, no, I'm so going it up to Turks and Caicos. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? I'm, I'm pulling an Uncle Rico. I'm not here. What are we doing? It should be on Nickelodeon at least. At least do that for the kids. A hundred percent should be on Nickelodeon. If they don't do that, the NFL is missing. Yep. Hardcore. Well, Vince, next week we have something for the viewers to look forward to. Yeah, or listeners, should we say? Next week we're going to get into some Super Bowl picks and Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. I think we should go into all prop bets because that should be a hoot. Yes. So I look forward to that. As always, we thank you all for joining us, and thank you have you. some instructions to do after you listen today. So first, beyond all things, you you, you got to subscribe. Um, and, and thank you for listening. And then, then not only that, you you got to you got to follow us, right? Right, right, and and then you, you got to give us like ten stars. Ten stars. Although, could you only give five? Right, you only give five, five on Spotify, but same thing. It applies to all of them. Give five stars somewhere else. Give us a hundred percent. Give us all the happiness and, then, and the positivity and all of it. And then you know you got to share with your grandfather. Grandfather. And to the grandfather or somebody else's. So we see you. Yes. Or somebody else's. And then, you know, if you do feel so inclined to go use our promo code at HensonShaving.com, which Please is do. Taxi Squad, you will get 100 free razors, and it is a hell of a razor. Mm-hmm. So, with all that being said, you got some homework to do, and as always, we will see you next week. Peace.